entering into my 60th year, and I wrote a book that I'll publish this year called Fortunate After 50, because I believe that we have the second chapter of our life to live, and uh, if we're strategic, and if we play it correctly, then we can be Fortunate After 50, as far as you know, our work situation, our health, our relationships, all of that. Once again, Douglas Muir, traditional investing is dead, and I think we've been proving that over the podcast. Uh, we're lucky to have uh, David Dweck here. As you know, we talk about alternative investments, uh, the non-traditional uh, equity trades, the New York Stock Exchange stuff, bonds, stuff like that. And and Dave, uh, we're, we're, so, we're so glad to have David with us today because he is the guru when it comes to uh, property and, and when it comes to uh, commercial and also lending, which is considered an alternative investment because it's not on the stock market, as we've talked about so many times. So, David, thank you so much for being oh, thank you. with us today. Um, you know, I got to tell you, one thing, one thing about real estate, uh, I always buy high and sell low. That's just me. I don't know why I do that. I am not good. You know, I'm not good at it. That's you got it backwards. <laughs> and you're a New Yorker. I mean, it's buy low, right? Sell high when you can. And that's why uh, I remember, um, and my the, the folks, the people that watch us know, uh, I I got into something called REITs, real estate investment trusts, as you're so familiar with. Um, and it really helped me out a lot because I didn't have to buy the houses and collect the rent, and I was making anywhere between eight and a half and twelve and a half percent, which which I really and really it's mailbox money. Yeah, yeah. Explain mailbox money to me. Mailbox money. Well, I do a lot of that because in hard money lending, if I've done my job, then my investors typically just sit back and collect their mailbox money. So let's. Talk about what you do. Tell sure. us just a little bit about what you do, hard money lending, the real estate market, what you think's going on, and we're, we're in Boca Raton, Florida. Today. So we are very fortunate to live in a very landlord-friendly and very real estate-friendly state. Legislatively, you know, our, our landscape is such that it's conducive to have uh, a great real estate economy. Now, we've had the greatest run-up ever since the Great Recession, so we haven't felt any pain in over 10 years, which is remarkable. My job is, since I know the real estate market down in South Florida, I've done over 2,500 deals here. Wow. Since I know the real estate market, if there's a neighborhood, Miami-Dade, Broward, Palm Beach County, there's a good chance I've, I've done a deal there, whether I've rented property there, whether I've bought and sold property there, or whether I've loaned on it. So I know the market, You know whether it's as far south as Coral Gables or the Redlands in Miami or as far north as Jupiter or you know, Hope Sound to the north, Port St. Lucie even too. So... Uh, I know the market, and I bring that to the table. So when I underwrite, I underwrite from the position of knowing the real estate and being able to underwrite correctly, so I can do a, a good yeah. hard money loan for somebody. Hey, explain to us what a hard money means. It's the ready, ready availability of cash. Right. If if somebody came to me today and said, "I need money on an investment property, and it's strictly investment property, and I need it by Friday," well, I can do that. Right. If all the ducks are in a row, all the title work is done, everything is clear, there's no liens on the property, we can fund it. My attorneys make sure that we're good to go, we have the green light so we can fund. So folks, there's really not much of a difference between uh, David and I. Uh, he has an asset, so let's say there's a house, let's just say, 
for $100,000, he'll buy it for $60,000, if you will, or $50,000. And he'll be able to close or lend the money to somebody just like that, right? So now he has a 50% uh, uh, extra money in that asset. So God forbid the loan goes sideways and the guy starts defaulting and he loses his $50,000. He won't because he has a $100,000 house. We're the same thing at the Family Business Fund, but we do it in factoring, if you will, in advances. Somebody says, hey, I'm going to make... $50,000 in the next three months, but I got to buy the parts. I got to buy everything. We could underwrite that in less than 24 hours. So what we're doing is the perfect example of alternative investing. And by the way, this is the best part. If you have to foreclose, it defaults to 18% interest. So you don't have to worry about partners or anything. It's your LLC funding yeah. another guy's LLC, and yeah. it's as simple as that. Yeah, and you get the money back pretty fast. Very fast. <laughs> because because well, I'll just tell you a funny story. We had a borrower default, and the principal balance was $180,000. The attorney called me, we did the foreclosure, and said, tell your client to come pick up his money. I said, did you take out your fee? He said, yeah. He said, what, what's the check for? He goes, $210,000. <laughs> I said, this guy's going to be elated. So I called the guy who's 80 plus, a retired dentist. I said, I hope you're sitting down actually good to tell you. Okay, what is it? I said, go pick up your check for $210,000. He goes, David, that's amazing. I'm taking you on an all-expenses-paid trip to Greece. <laughs> what? Yeah, because I made him the extra 18% from the default, he made more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and so David, people ask me, why would anyone take an advance from you for $50,000 and then you're getting back like $74,000? Let me ask you, what bank's gonna do it quickly without and, and, appraisal, without the BS, without the paperwork? We are unconventional yeah. guys. We are cottage industry yes. guys. And it's hard for somebody to wrap their arms around it, but I tell people all the time and, I, and educate them is this is the way it is. Has a financial advisor ever told you about alternative investing? Typically not. Yeah. Typically not. That breaks my that breaks my heart because hey, you're missing out, financial advisors. There's a huge box <laughs> of people out there that would love to get rid of the risk of the stock market going like this and flatten out the VIX curve. If you just go into alternative investment, I'm, my fund pays 15%, right? You're really helping your people out. Probably some above that, maybe no, some a little below that. Typically, because there's such competition in the market, I used to be, and when I started borrowing hard money, I was borrowing at 15%, and that was 30 years ago, All right. give or take. And now, you know, to be competitive, I'm somewhere, you know, typically between 9 and 12 average. Yeah, yeah. And... Which is not too shabby. No. Even when you There's no add inflation there. to yeah. it. Yes. To yes. The yeah. So do the math with that. 12 minus 6.8, you're still making money. You're in bonds, 3 minus 6.8, you're gone. So, <laughs> you know, it, it just amazes me how, 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 many, how many people out there just don't understand about this alt. Uh, talk to us a little more in detail about the three C's. So I come to you, I, come to you, I have a house I want to buy and I want to flip. Right. Tell us so my, my process, I created the system which really is a very, uh, it's, it's been tweaked over the years and it's a very step-by-step uh, -step system that gets us to the closing table. So the process is something that's, that entails submitting some paperwork which is very minimal compared to like a, a normal ten, you know, a normal a application that you well, you're those out there who bought a house, you yeah, know. You know how it is. Very little documentation. We want to see bank statements. We yeah. want to see that you're credit worthy. Then I or one other associate of mine who's a trusted associate of 20 years, we actually physically inspect the property. Do we do a full inspection, plumbing? No. We lay our eyes on it. We make sure it's the right asset, no structural issues, that it's 
you know, it's not on a uh, in a, in a war zone, let's just say. We, you know, I'm just yeah, of giving you just a, a scenario. Uh, tell me about liquidity. And as, as we discussed, liquidity uh, just means how fast can you uh, get rid of your investment. For an example, if David and I invest uh, in the equities market or the stock exchange, if you will, which, which I do, um, I can get in and out like that fast. With, with my fund, uh, the family business fund, it's less liquid, right? Uh, you'll have a harder time being able to sell the units if you're an, an equity buyer in my fund. So on liquidity for you, how long are these loans normally for? Our loans typically are one-year balloons. And they will pay off, you know, they have a three-month hard prepay. And after that, they can pay off at any time. If they want to renew, there's an option to renew. So, but typically within one year, uh, they're out. And they can re-roll the money into something else, but it's a one-year balloon. Uh, tell me about this work smart. Uh, work smart play harder. Play harder. And, and uh, David gave us this. Uh, we'll, we'll put this up um, and let it sit up there for a while. Um, dream big. You know, I, I, I believe um, I wrote down what I wanted to do and what I wanted to be uh, a little over 25 years ago. And I wrote down the top 10 things that I wanted in my life. And, you know, I was an airline captain at the time and flying wasn't on that. So I knew I was in the wrong industry. And when I put that up on my mirror, I looked at that every day for years, every day. And I remember uh, I was speaking in Singapore and it was to be an international speaker. I hit all 10 of those. That was the last one. So he talks about that uh, in this. Tell me a little bit about it. So work smarter, play harder is something that I coined um, some time ago because I like to also use the phrase, the less I do, the less I care, the more I make. And it may sound cavalier, but it's not. So if you don't want to buy the house, that's okay, no problem. That's my attitude. Like, I'm not gonna pressure you into doing something. I, I, I can transact a lot of business by um, delegating, and by being hands-off, but by working in and on my business, but using this more than this. So, you know, being more strategic, but still working on and in the business. And then, uh, you know, I parlayed that into, uh, I'm entering into my 60th year, and I wrote a book that I'll publish this year called Fortunate After 50. Because I believe that we have the second chapter of our life to live, and uh, if we're strategic, and if we play it correctly, then we can be fortunate after 50 as far as, you know, our work situation, our health, our relationships, all of that. And I like to, and I want to share that because it's my journey. And uh, I've manifested a lot of great things in life. And I'm, I, I, you know, you made the move. I love New York. You can take the kid out of Brooklyn, but you can't take the Brooklyn out of the kid. But I'm <laughs> so glad that I made the move here. I went to the U <laughs> uh, 40 years ago, and then I never looked back. So, folks, that's uh, traditional investing is dead. And if, and if you don't believe that, that alternative investments are the new wave of the future, then I think you're just missing the whole thing with all due respect, of course. We're going to have David's information up there uh, so you can contact him directly if that's okay with you. Of course, thank you. And, um, of course, you'll always see us. So all you have to do is just look at the bottom. You'll see the number. And uh, you can contact me directly if you, uh, if you desire. This is another podcast. We will see you on the other side.